Welcome to the Vanessa G. Fitcast. If you think eating less is the answer to getting lean, or that you have to choose between having donuts and wine or having a body you love, well then, girl, you are in the right place. Chances are you've fallen victim to diet culture's terrible advice on how to eat and exercise. But don't worry, this podcast is going to bring you actionable information so you can start transforming your body without giving up your life. I'm Vanessa Gillette, founder and head coach of Vanessa G Fitness and Nutrition. This podcast was born from my passion for helping all women create bodies they feel confident in. Thank you for tuning in and trusting me to support and guide you. Now let's do this. Welcome back to the Vanessa G Fitcast. I'm Vanessa Pozos, and here with me is my co-host and lovely husband, Mr. Omar Pozos. What's up, everybody? Man, I like that introduction. <laughs> lovely husband. I like that. Well, I feel like it's been a little bit since you and I have really recorded one-on-one together. I've been doing some different guests and different things on the podcast, which I, I think you guys have been enjoying. have been getting some good feedback, so let me know what you all think. Or if you love Omar more, say so, please. <laughs> you, you don't have to lie. You don't Dig have to lie. Dig it for compliments here. Yeah. Well, so I, I, for context for you guys, I actually, um, I had a plan of what we were going to record on today and had my nice, beautiful outline like I normally do. And then about 15 minutes ago, I had just, I was in like a mood and I just like kind of let some stuff out on my Instagram story. And then I grabbed Omar. I was like, change of plans. I just want to record about this. I feel like I need, I need an outlet on the podcast to kind of expand on my thoughts on this topic. So we have no outline. We are just diving in. Wing We're going to wing it. Yeah. She came, but she came to me and she's like, yeah, um, go look at my uh, story. She's like, I think that's what I want to talk about. I was like, wait, what, what are we doing? <laughs> so if, uh, if, if we are a little bit all over the place, that's what it is, but we'll try and keep it short and sweet for everybody to get some good info out of this. Yeah. And I just, and I'm also just realizing I'm like, my hair is still wet from the shower. I have no makeup <laughs> on. I'm like, this is true. It's one winging of those days. It true winging it. But um, I wanted to talk a little bit today. So for context, I had shared in my story, a, um, I was kind of feeling good in my body this morning. We just went on, you know, went and did a cold punch. So I was in my bikini and we came back and I was kind of looking at myself in the mirror. I was like, you know You were looking I, good in that bikini. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, uh, honestly, I, I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, you know what? I feel really good in my body right now. Like I just feel really, really confident. And I feel more than that. I feel proud of mm. the work that I've put in and the reflection of that right now in my my physical form. And I posted a video on my story of showing a, comparing what I looked like at the beginning of the year, a picture of myself in a bikini to what I looked like today in a bikini. And I shared on there, I said, I'm, I'm really proud of, um, like I'm feeling proud of my body and how far I've come and the work I've put into this over the last year and a half. And so there I realized I needed to expand on because a lot of people would be like, okay, well, wait a second. That was the beginning of the year. That was, you know, nine, 10 months ago that you looked like that. And now you look like this, like, shouldn't it be the work that you put in over the last nine, 10 months? But the real, the the real truth of it is the physical external transformation that you see came as a result of the work I've been putting in for the last year and a half, way before that physical change. And that's because I actually started with working on my health. 
And I really dove deep all in, like put my full 100% focus into my hormone and gut health and my overall health markers. If you aren't familiar with my my story where I've talked about my hormone health at nauseam, go back to episode 82. I believe that's kind of where I really first started talking about what was going on um, when I really realized I had adrenal fatigue along with some other things going on that were told on multiple different episodes. But anyway, looking at where I am today, realizing that my my current physical form, my current shape is not because I just focused on my physical shape for the last nine months, which is not was not my entire focus anyway, but it was as a result of me taking the time to focus on all these different pillars of what I needed to work on. So what I was sharing on my story after that is I went into... Uh, this is where I went into a bit of a rant sharing about this analogy. And I don't remember where I first heard this back in the day, but um, I know when I first was like initially getting some coaching certifications, initially getting a lot of training, a lot of mentorship, I remember one specific mentor teaching me about the triangle. And I don't remember exactly what he called it at the time. So I'm just going to call it like the triangle of health. <laughs> well, right, that's that's what we're that. calling it. And this triangle, so picture a triangle. If you're if you're just listening right now, maybe you're driving, you know, just picture that triangle in your third eye. Now, each point of the triangle is representative of different focuses that people might take. So imagine that the, the top point of the triangle, that's health, true health focus. That might mean hormone health, that might mean gut health, that might mean just general health markers. Now, let's picture the bottom left point of the triangle. That is performance. That is fitness. That is athleticism. That is physical performance. That might look like really focusing on training for a marathon. That might look like wanting to be the fittest one in your CrossFit class, the wanting to be the best one in your HIIT workout classes. It might mean wanting to just be as strong as possible. It's physical performance. And then now the bottom right point of that triangle, that is aesthetics. That is body composition. That is weight loss. That is wanting to achieve the peak um, physical representation of, you know, like what people would do if they're going into competing for aesthetics. So like if you're going into a bodybuilding show, like that is 100% purely focused on the way your body looks. So now each one of those you have to keep in mind that they are not all in the same point in the triangle. And this is where people get confused. A lot of times people will say, I need to lose weight because I want to improve my health, because I want to be fitter, because I want to you know, be able to do more pull-ups, because I want to do X, Y, Z. And they think that the process of losing weight will automatically improve their health, mm. will automatically improve their performance. They'll be able to run faster. They'll be able to look, you know, all these different things. But the reality is that might be true up to an extent. So like if you are very obese and you start to lose weight, absolutely your health markers are going to improve. But now if you continue to lose weight and you continue to lose weight, and you continue to lose weight. Now you're, you know, you're at that healthy, normal range, but now you're like, Oh, like I'm, I'm at a healthy range of weight. Like I'm no longer being told by my doctor that I have to lose weight or I'm going to die. But I want to look better. I want to be leaner. I want to look fitter and you keep working on weight loss. Now we're really at that point of the triangle to where your health is actually going to get worse. Because you're You're, leaning towards the aesthetic sides, not the health side part of things, right? Exactly, exactly. So you're you're focusing on that um, body composition side 
So that means that you are not focusing on health and you're not focusing on performance. While you might up to a certain extent by losing weight, you might notice that, okay, now I actually can run a little bit more before. I couldn't run at all. Now I can run a mile. But if you're like, oh, now I want to just improve my mile time. Now I want to get faster and faster and faster. If you're focusing, if you're doing things, you're taking actions to focus on losing weight, you're not going to improve your mile time. You're actually going to probably get slower because you're not giving your body enough of the nourishment that it needs to fuel performance. Yeah. So talk a little bit more about your own journey, Ness, because I am kind of curious um, as far as like what parts of the triangle you were at at every given point and, and where do you feel like you're at now, right? So just to kind of recap, we've got the triangle up top, we've got health on bottom left, we've got performance bottom right, we've got uh, aesthetics. So talk a little bit about that, about your own journey and, and how you maybe either went through the different phases of it and, and where do you see yourself now? Yeah, great question. Thanks. So I appreciate you're, that. You're so smart, <laughs> so handsome. Um, so previously, like, uh, let's say even back to when I was in college and like fresh out of college, I had no focus. I was not even on the triangle. Like there was, there was no focus there, but I got to that point where I realized every time you say triangle, my mind goes to like the Pythagorean theorem that we learned back in like geometry. <laughs> You're like that meme where it's like, <laughs> yes. there's like the math e above equals your head. MC squared. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no. So I, I was not even on the triangle. I was not focusing on my health for that period of time back in like my early twenties. But I got to that point where I realized that I am now overweight. I'm uncomfortable in my body. I don't like the way I feel. I don't feel fit. Like I don't think I could go run a mile right now. Now I, you know, I just don't feel good about anything. I had no focus on any point of the triangle. And that's when I decided, okay, I'm going to get my, you know, I'm going to get my stuff together. I'm going to start losing weight and I'm going to get healthy. And this is like what most people do. They're just like, I'm going to lose weight and get healthy. And they don't realize that those are actually a little bit two different things. So now I went down that process of, I um, started to get into CrossFit. That was like my first kind of getting into the gym and really getting comfortable and, and used to the idea of fitness. Um, I started to work with like a macro coach and I was going into, you know, calorie deficit for the first time. And I went through this period where it was a good two to three years that I was just pushing those things more and more and more. I continued to eat less. I continued to work out more. I wanted to be the fittest one in the CrossFit class. I wanted to improve my performance every single week. I wanted to keep getting stronger. I wanted to keep getting faster. I wanted to keep getting fitter by those standards. And I also wanted to get leaner. I wanted to keep seeing myself show up differently in photos. I wanted to look more and more lean and even like shredded to an extent. Like I wanted to look as fit as possible. So I was, if we're, again, if we're going back to the triangle, I would say if the bottom left is performance focus and the bottom right is the aesthetics focus. I was just straight up the bottom of the triangle, like probably right between aesthetics and performance. Mm, and what you were letting go of was the top, which was, was the health, the health was the health. So yeah. like to give examples then of like what it would be to be on like either one of those points, if I had gone to one end of the spectrum, if I had gone full on performance, that's when I would have probably been like a professional CrossFitter who, you know, if you look at those professional CrossFitters, they're not necessarily the leanest. A lot of them do have some body fat. Some of them are freakishly lean because genetics, but a lot of them, even like the top performing ones still have a little bit of body fat on them. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Yeah. That's because to be top performing, your body does require a little bit of body fat. You cannot be at a super low body fat percentage and be a top athlete. Now, if I was to go to the far right, which is that aesthetics focus and really focus on that, I probably would have looked like and lived like a bodybuilder. So if you look at competitive bodybuilders that get super shredded lean, 
they are not really getting stronger in the gym. They're just trying to maintain. Um, they typically have a lot of health issues going on. So same with like the top performing CrossFitters, they have a lot of health issues. The top performing bodybuilders, they also have a lot of health issues. Like we've met, um, Chris Bumstead. we've met Chris Bumstead and we've met, um, Phil Heath and both of them have talked about um, severe health and hormone issues that they've gone through themselves. Yeah. And they're just, it's one of those things where they are aware that I am living at this point in the triangle. That is my 100% focus. So I know that I'm going to be suffering in these other areas and they're okay with that. And their job is just mitigating the detrimental effects of neglecting those other two points of the triangle. Right. And I think another thing to, to point out what you're saying is are, these are the, the extreme, like the top performing CrossFitters, the top performing performance athletes, and also the top performing um, aesthetics or bodybuilding athletes. Right. And, and I think that's something very important to remember because I think for the general population, the, the everyday person like, like myself or, or you, um, I do think that there could be that balance in between where you can have a little bit of everything. But I think what you're saying, and correct me if I'm wrong, is it's it's important to understand or it's important to be aware of when we're going off of one end to the other, right? Because you don't want to go off the deep end of one of the other ones because it does start to affect the other two. Is that, am I understanding that correctly? Yeah, exactly. And I think I do want to add though. So like I'm using those examples of the extremes in each triangle because those are very, very easy for anybody to like identify and be like, okay, I get it. Like mm -hmm. I, I can see the top, the top CrossFitter. I can see how that's neglecting their health and their And they'll body even say it. Like we've, I mean- not that I follow CrossFit a ton anymore, but I know the one girl, Mallory O'Brien, she's super young, had a lot of, uh, I believe, eating disorders, depression, so she yeah. had to drop out. So this out. can also mean mental health right. can really decline by exactly. focusing on and one of those And then Chris Bumstead was talking about some of his, um, oh shoot, uh, autoimmune disorders, yeah, right? And that's why developed he developed a lot to, of issues. And, right. and if you don't know who Chris Bumstead is, just look him up. He has like 10 million followers on Instagram yeah, because he is um, the... I, I, I'm not a big bodybuilder. Yeah, we're not so really into that to, world, so it's hard to, to say. Uh, but is it Mr. Olympia? Or yeah, he's won Mr. Olympia. I want to say he's like the winningest man in the world, essentially. Yeah. So here we go. Uh, C bomb. Um, and again, I apologize because so he's the reigning Mr. Olympia classic physique winner, yeah. having won in 2019, 2020, 21, and 2022. I mean, the guy is insane. is a freakishly amazing athlete. It's, it's and he's, insane. And, and we got to speak to him. Like he's, we were lucky enough to meet him and like have lunch with him. He is the nicest person yeah, too. Like yeah. he's a, he's a good human being. But that's he's just a really good example of how focusing solely on one thing is going to neglect those other areas. But um, what I was kind of leading into it before as well, so I'm using those extremes as examples because I think it really helps people to picture what it looks like to be at the point of the triangle. But this can happen for your everyday person too. You don't have to look like the bodybuilder or look like the extreme crossfitter to be living on that end of the triangle. You can just be taking those actions of being in that end of the triangle. Meaning if you are somebody who you have just been on a diet after diet after diet for years on end, you might be living in that point of the triangle, even if your body has stopped responding, even if you're no longer losing weight, even if you're gaining weight because things aren't working for you anymore, that might be a result of you neglecting that top point of the triangle, which is health. health. Your hormone health, these different markers of health have declined because you've been focusing, you've been living in that bottom right triangle. Now, because you've been living in the bottom right, those things have declined, which means your body has stopped responding. And now, even though you are, you know, you're, you're living down there along with Chris Bumstead, you don't look like Chris Bumstead, but you probably are doing those kinds of same actions. You are under eating, over exercising, you're doing all these things to try and continuously lose weight over and over and over again. And that's 
the example, and that's what I want to drive home, is that if you are just focusing on one aspect over and over and over again, you're going to have to probably at least go into the center of the triangle. If not, you know, maybe overshoot to where you're at, like the other end of the spectrum for a period of time to get your body to go back to equilibrium. Yeah. And and that's a great point. I think at one point or another, whether you've achieved the results or you haven't, whether you've become the leanest you've ever been, or you've become the best performing uh, you've ever been, you're going to burn yourself out. And there's a point where you're right. You have to come back to that equilibrium so that you can go back to, to normal, reset yourself a little bit, right? Because I know that happened to me and every single time I do this, and I don't know why I get into this same mindset, but I'm like, okay, I want to be as lean as I can, but I also want to be able to lift as much as I can. And I also want to have as much energy as I can, right? And that's where it's like, okay, if you are going to go in, into a calorie deficit and become leaner, I have to be very aware. And, and uh, my coach, Kat, we always talk about this, but she's like, hey, your performance is probably going to go down. You're probably not going to be able to lift this much. Your energy levels are not going to be able to, uh, you're not going to have as much energy as before, but that's okay if that's what you want to achieve for a short period of time. Exactly. And then, you know, we're going to do this It's as periods, right? We're going to push in one direction, see the results, enjoy it, go back to equilibrium. And then, okay, so from here on out, you know, what's the next, like the next phase? I'm like, okay, now I want to gain a little bit more muscle, get stronger, regain my energy. It's like, okay, we are going to have to eat a little bit more. We're going to have to fuel your body a little bit differently, have to do different type of workouts. And sure, you might not get the aesthetics that you once had, but now it's it's a whole different composition. It's a whole different approach to it all. So I think it's extremely important for everybody to understand what you were saying and drive that home is we have to have that equilibrium at one point or another, or you're going to burn yourself out, you know? A hundred percent. And that's a good example to where, like, I don't think you have gone fully into one no, point I of the triangle. No, You just, so like, you should be living in the middle of the triangle. Like picture like a dot. If you were that dot, you should be like right center in the middle of that triangle for most of the time, most of your life. But at certain phases, you're going to lean more towards one yeah. part of the triangle. Yeah. And that's where it's like, you've done a beautiful job with that, where it's like a period of time, like maybe one um, quarter of the year, you're leaning more towards that aesthetics, but you're not all the way into the point of the triangle, but you're just right. leaning towards it. And then as those other things start to come down a little bit and you're like, okay, I don't like how my energy is feeling, or, you know, I am just not liking how I'm feeling in the gym. It's like, okay, now let's go back to the middle and let's hang here. Then, oh, I actually want to really improve my performance. And I, I have some goals here. I want to get stronger. I want to get faster and fitter. It's like, okay, let's lean towards that a little bit. And it's mm -hmm. like, that's a healthy use of the three points of the triangle Yeah, for and me and just kind of wrapping up like what I was, my story and what I was sharing there when I was living for years at the very bottom of the triangle, kind of probably bouncing between the, the points of the triangle at the bottom left and bottom right. And that point, the top point of the triangle, the health had suffered to get myself back to the middle. I had to go to the very top point of the triangle and all the way into that health point and live there for a full year. That meant that now those other bottom points, the my performance, um, aesthetics and aesthetics. my performance, those two both declined. Over that year, I added body fat. I lost muscle. Um, I got less fit. You know, I was, I wasn't as strong. Um, I was definitely not like as fast. Like if I had you know, been doing mile tests throughout that time, it would have gotten very slow. Um, those like markers were declining, but that was okay because that's what my body needed. And I accepted that and I was okay with it. Can I ask you a question? Of course. Like, I mean, sure. You mentioned that you were okay with it, but 
I mean, I'm, I can imagine at certain points you probably weren't as okay with it because you've struggled with some of this stuff. Can you talk a little bit about that and like, you know, what happens if you don't listen to your body and you have to sit in that health marker for a little while while your performance does go down, while your aesthetics go down? Like what, can you share a little bit of your experience in that? Yeah. Well, so an important thing to know is that even while I was living at the bottom of the triangle, I was already seeing those things happen. I was already gaining body fat. I was already seeing my performance decline. Like I was noticing a lot of injuries to where I I couldn't recover from workouts anymore. I was pushing hard in the gym, but I was finding that like I would just have these aches and pains. Like my shoulder was hurting and then my wrist was hurting and then my ankle was hurting. My hips were hurting. It was just like one thing after another was starting to hurt. So my performance was declining. Your energy levels weren't great either. Oh, my energy sucked, but that was really the, the point of my health going down. But like that, what I'm saying is that even though I was continuously still taking the actions of somebody who's living at the bottom of the triangle, I was starting to have the results of um, my, my health of like those things actually declining, of yeah. my performance declining and my body composition declining. So if I hadn't faced the facts and said, I have to go to the top point of the triangle and focus 100% on my health, it would have continued to decline anyway. Mm-hmm. And then I still would have had to go to the top point and focus on my health in order to pull myself out of that. So it was, a, it was an inevitability. And that's why, even though it was uncomfortable at times to watch myself kind of gain some weight and, um, you know, quote unquote, like lose progress as a lot of people would consider it. I knew that that was necessary. And I just really stayed focused 100% on measuring health markers, getting labs every few months or so, repeatedly tracking my symptoms and just really working. You know, I was working with our head dietitian, Alex, and helping, like just doing check-ins every single week with her. It kept my head on straight and it kept me focusing on the fact that, hey, my health is improving. I'm doing this for the right reasons. I know why I'm doing this. And I know that I will get to a point where I can go back into the middle. And I was right because that's where I am now. Today, I, I live in the middle of the triangle. I'm really happy with the way my body composition looks right now. Um, I feel strong in the gym. Like, no, I'm not the fittest I've ever been, but I don't have to be the fittest I've ever been anymore. It's okay. Like I'm just happy getting stronger and being able to go and lift and enjoy how it feels to move my body. And I'm trying different forms of movement. I'm doing yoga now. Um, and like, I just feel like I have that perfect balance right now. So what would you say then? Um, and and I'm just kind of going on a whim here. Like to that person that was or is where you once were at the bottom of the triangle, focusing on performance, focusing on aesthetics, and maybe they've seen their body like not respond as well, or maybe they haven't quite yet, but they've been in that in that part so long that it's inevitable that their body's probably going to retaliate at one point or another. What would you say to that person that's like, Vanessa, like, I get it, but you don't understand because I, I, I have gone through this and I, when you're in that place where you're seeing you know, your, your body look leaner where you're seeing the weights go up and you're like, I want to go farther. I want to keep pushing. And, and, and you have somebody that tells you like, Hey, you might want to slow down because you might be hurting your, you know, hormones. You might be hurting your metabolism. Like, what would you say to that person? That's like, Vanessa, that's you, but that's not me. Like, I'll never get there. Like my body's different. Like you don't understand where I'm coming from. I think you just have to face the facts and ask yourself, like, how is your energy really? Like, are you relying on caffeine? Are you hitting snooze in the morning? Are you maybe struggling to sleep through the night or, you know, staying up? Your mood, maybe. Yeah. How is your, so these are like different things. If there's your energy, how is your mood? Are you depressed at times? Are you anxious at times? Do you have mood swings? Do you struggle with feelings of like anger or just these different like hard emotions that are really hard for you right now? Do you feel really stressed all the time? Um, how, how is your relationship with food? That's a big exactly. one. Exactly. How is your relationship with food? Do you feel like you can eat 
any food you want and feel balanced with that, not feel triggered? Do you find yourself binge eating at night or on weekends? Do you feel like you're just almost triggered when you go out to eat or when you go to parties or holidays and you have a lot of different types of foods around you? Do you feel like you find yourself overeating at times and then undereating at other times? Like there's a lot of questions you have to just ask yourself to face the facts of even if you don't think that you're you know, too far into one point in the triangle, it, there might be indicators that say otherwise. And it might be, it, you don't necessarily have to go to the extreme that I went all the way into the point of health, but can you go back to the middle a little bit? Can you focus more on health than you have been? Can you um, let go of focusing on aesthetics and performance a little bit less? And it's not about completely letting those things go yet, but just focusing a little bit more to nudge yourself back to that balance, back to that equilibrium. Yeah. And I think that's a great point too, Ness, when you mentioned, you know, you maybe pushed it a little bit too hard or you, you stayed in that um, phase of, you know, performance and aesthetics a little bit too long, which is probably why it took you a little bit longer to get back to that reset, that, that balance uh, part of the triangle. Right. But you're right. I think if you are honest with yourself and you sit back and you're like, all right, how are all of these metrics that Vanessa talked about? How's my sleep? Like how, how do I feel in general? And you, catch it at the right time, you don't have to spend as long as you did to regain that health and go back to that balance, you know? Yeah. But I know this stuff is hard. So if you're feeling like you just don't even know where you are in the triangle, you aren't sure, and you just maybe want to like bounce this off somebody, shoot me a message on Instagram. I'm always there to help. I'm always happy to just chat with anybody who's a listener of the podcast and offer any support or guidance wherever I can. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you guys. Um, If it was, please share it with a friend, post it on your story, get the word out there, just share it with others because people don't talk about this stuff enough and it needs to be spread. Uh, But thank you so much for listening and we'll be back next week. See you guys. Thanks for listening. If you learned something today, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review in iTunes. And if this particular episode resonated with you, do me a favor and take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story. Don't forget to tag me at Vanessa G Fitness so I can show you some love. All right, my carb queens, talk to you in the next episode.